Oh, what? No, wait, no, wait, no. It's a shite biscuit. Oh, no, it's like, see, you get the ones that are like biscuit with chocolate in the middle, like, but they're like thinner than that. They're my favourites. Viennese or something. A Foxy's Classic is quite similar to that, but much better. Foxy's uh, Classic. And I like that you get. Uh, you get a pound packet in Tesco, I think it is, and it's just chocolate with a hole in the middle, and there's a biscuit inside it. Yes, I ate them in one go one day. They're the best ones. I got three boxes of biscuits for my birthday off different people, like just all Foxy's biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rock and roll when you're in your thirties, eh? Oh. <laughs> what a boring how, how bastard! Do you, how do you eat eight biscuits in one go? Like, how, how it's easily that? done. Like, it's easily done. That's oh, probably why I've got holes in my teeth, Kyle, right enough. Ah, uh, well, that, I was going to say that'll be you picking all the biscuits out of your teeth. Yeah, yeah. Well, few yeah, of the, what I, can, start. I can eat uh, eight biscuits, neighbour. That's because I'm a greedy fat bastard, though. Yeah. Same, same. <laughs> I mean, a, a packet of biscuits is one serving for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I mean, like, was it nine penguins for a pound? You're fucking scaring all nine. Aye. <laughs> A gallon of milk. I'm a big club guy as well. Underrated. I think we've discussed this actually. You know, clubs are amazing. Mm, I think a club's got a shitty chocolate. I don't like the chocolate in a club. Oh, man. And obviously, as per that, there's a lot of it. So. <laughs> oh dear. We do we do talk a lot about biscuits, chocolate, sweets, all sorts. Seems to be reviewing sweets more than it is movies. And do what. It would have probably been better reviewing chocolate bars this week than the movie that we are going to be talking about today. Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. God, you fucking moron. Stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? Ah! You moron. Drop dead. Moron. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! A moron! But welcome into another episode of Morons Reviewing Movies. Uh, this week we have the... I was going to say pleasure, but we had to watch one of Hunter's picks. Now we'll leave a little bit of silence here for the viewers, or the listeners, sorry, that can understand when we say Hunter's picks, <laughs> usually followed by absolutely lambasting movies. This week, Hunter has decided to pick a movie starring Harry Styles, which I'm sure he'll come on to his reasons why in a second, that was directed by Olivia Wilde, so you can see where this is going already. Uh, we have the movie Don't Bother, Darling. Sorry, Don't <laughs> Worry, Darling. Hunter, give us your explanation first on why this was your scene pick as well. It was, yes. Yeah, so this was... Uh... Me obviously being a massive Harry Styles mark. So you, you watched this once and then decided to watch it again through choice. <laughs> I, so I went to see it at the cinema, right? With Laura. <laughs> that, that, now, this is already worse than Burns. They go to watch a fucking teenage rom com on his own. I, also, I would also say that I've just to put in here, Doves knows I went to see a kids' film last week with my nephew called Bing, and both these movies, well, this movie actually is better. Bing was better than this as well. Or <laughs> Bing? Bing? You, any of you seen that? No, I heard about it. Well, it's I, was, I, thought, I didn't know it was a movie. I thought it was just like a kid's TV show, Bing. It's I think it is a TV show. It's so bad. It sets such terrible examples for kids. Like, Bing is just so selfish and, like, mm-hmm. it's completely earnest. Like, they're, 
There's no irony of that, and it's horrible. It's still better than fucking Don't Worry, Darling. <laughs> I don't know, obviously, do like a movie discussion on the way home with my mum and my nephew about the film, but I got that vibe for it as well. I was thinking he is really self-centered and arrogant. Ah, he is, I. He, gets he gets everything he wants, and it's just like he's horrible. Like, he gets a sleigh for his Christmas, and then, like, he's needed to push him out and that, so he just goes in a wee huff and whatever, and then also he's been told to put, like, gloves on to go and touch the snow, because obviously your hands will get all, I don't know how you would explain, obviously, your hands feel, obviously they get frozen, but they feel all weird, obviously, if you're touching the snow or that, and he's he's bumping his gums about that, it's like, well, you're going to put your gloves on. Aye. Put your gloves on, then you'll be fine. <laughs> that's how that's the view of, uh, what was Bang. it called? Bing. Bing. Yeah. <laughs> keep your gloves on. Keep your gloves on. Keep your gloves on and don't be so self-centered and arrogant. We'll add that into Sean's view of uh, old dads, and we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the Christmas let's special. Come, let's come. Let's come back to Hunter to get again the explanation of why we had to endure a movie that he's already watched yes. and knows what it is and picked us as his scene pick. Right, so A, I knew what it was, and B, I remember walking out of the cinema, I think, what an absolute pile of tosh. <laughs> but when I was looking, when we were picking our picks for this, I was going through the list of kind of what was available. I think I picked The Godfather 2 first, but again, what complete polar opposite. We could have been reviewing art instead of a sharp, essentially, was what we're going to fucking stuck with. <laughs> art instead of a sharp. <laughs> <laughs> but again, what content would there be to be created from just five guys or six guys sitting going, aye, this was amazing. Like, I, I was thinking more for the content and for the assassination. Like, I, we've not had a film in ages where we've just totally went in and fucking like, berated. So that was my thinking as well. I, I don't want to interrupt you there, but like, I've got anxiety, right? So we already watched, what do you call it, uh, the Holy Grail, and then now we've had this garbage. Like, it's no good for my anxiety to have these. Like, I've got to watch these within a fortnight. Like, <laughs> it doesn't help. Like, I know what you're saying. It's it's good for content, but like, this was fucking dreadful. Like, it was so bad. I I really liked it. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I liked it as well. <laughs> <laughs> No, you didn't. I did. No. I, I, I thought it was good. No, it was I, I've been waiting. I'm glad you said it as well, Sean. I've been waiting, like, what the fuck you were talking about. I thought it was like, it was like a long, I mean, it's not amazing. It's not going to get amazingly high scores, but it was like a a bottom half episode of Black Mirror. That's what it felt like to me. Uh, it, did, it did have a bit of a kind of Black Mirror vibe to it. Uh, that's what it, I thought. I, I, I'd actually, I went and read reviews about it because I just couldn't believe like how bad it was and I hadn't really read the reviews when it came out um, and even they were saying in the reviews like it's just a kind of rip off of stuff that had been done Black Mirror wasn't mentioned which it's actually not a bad analogy but it's more like Truman Show and stuff like that like it was kind of like in that sort of vein just not nowhere near as good I, I felt that as uh, well I, mean, I had that in my notes it's definitely not amazing like but um I, I don't think it's awful. I think I was helped by the fact that I knew nothing about it, and I was expected to go in to see some romance movie about like the fucking uh, the Notebook so or something like that. <laughs> so see as soon as it took this sort of weird twist, I, I was fucking, I was well in. 
I would, I'd have a like, smile on my face as well, like because like, I just thought it was going to be like a fucking like wishy washy like you know how it's going to play out love story, uh, uh, and then much to my delight. But it didn't, but it didn't even play out. How? What did it? Where did it play out about? Like when she cracked him over the head and killed him, that was the love part. Yeah. Towards the end, that was like no, but that's what Sean, Sean's saying. It wasn't that. That's what he expected. Right, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't anything. <laughs> if it was something, it maybe would have. Steve, what, what, really, uh, well, Steve there's, really, there's obviously the mystery to it. Like, obviously, she's like, like got this idea that something's not right because it is quite a kind of strange situation that they're all, all, all the women. I know it's kind of set in, like we're supposed to be set in the fifties. This kind of simulation part, but it's quite bizarre that they're all just kind of told to stay there because it's safe. They can't go out this certain zone. And all the all the men just fuck off to work at the same time every single day. They don't talk about it, so it, it, she's confused as to why she's only on commission. So that's just in itself a mystery, and it's just unraveling. So there is a point to it. Like I can understand if you don't like the film, but there is obviously like a clear point to it. And I'm not sure what obviously you thought about it. I kind of thought it was going to be like that. It was like a cut off kind of kind of village that was like just set in like. The 50s, whereas like the rest of the world was like current day kind of thing. Uh, but no, I like I liked that. Kind of, it didn't feel long for me at all. It kind of kept me interested. It's not like a fucking five out of five, but I mean, there's a lot of nice things to look at in the film as well. Like nice, pretty <laughs> women. Can, in you that, can go on the internet for that though. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not there's, going there. There's websites we do the ladies and all that in them. Like, I was not watching full hardcore stuff. Dude. I just <laughs> was just sitting watching a film. And there's some fucking nice looking people to look at. Harry Styles is one of the most <laughs> nice looking people in the world. Glamour <laughs> 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 magazine or something like that. That'll see, if Harry Styles is going to be in a film, though, there's no need to actually be a decent actor in it. He was like the worst actor I've seen in my entire life in one. Oh, film. he wasn't good. That's the interesting part. So, obviously, he's pumping the director. But even yeah. then, she didn't even really give him that much to do, I didn't feel like. But, she just could see how bad he was. So, but this is. Yeah. I, I know I've not done my trivia, and again, I hold my hands up for this, but he wasn't the first protocol for this role. Did, it was I Shia LaBeouf. That, aye. Was it Shia LaBeouf? And then he, aye. sorry, somebody denied it, and then Shia LaBeouf basically like, proved that he was. Yeah. Aye. So. Because I watched a little bit about this, and there was actually a, a part where Harry Styles then got cast, and Olivia Wilde is in after he's been cast, text Shia LaBeouf to ask him if he'll come back. Oh, right, aye, because he's that bad. There's an indication of how well she was appreciating Harry Styles' acting. I just, just to throw my part in about the, the film, where the, the bit that confused me the most was by far the ending of it. I felt like there was about another 20 minutes, 25 minutes that I wanted to see to maybe try and explain. There was just so much that went on, right? So obviously she kills Harry Styles. Then it, it starts announcing to everybody and she takes a fucking age to get in that car and drive out. And it takes ages for people to come and get her. And then Chris Pine's wife kills him and says, now it's my turn. And that, that, there's nothing else to that. I just you didn't really... Like, does she know the full time or did she just, like, click yeah. at that point? It was uh, really weird that, that I don't was know if it was meant to just be this kind of feminist, like, uprising or whatever. But, but. watch your Barbie movie if you want to see a feminist uprising movie. Well, that just, this bit just made no sense to me. And I thought it was going to then go on and show you what's happening in the real world. Like, did we see them get arrested? Did we get a bit of closure on that? It just kind of drifted off. And I was mm-hmm. like, when the credits, I thought, fuck, man, there must... Like, the film is so 
dull and dragged on for so long to the point when the sun actually happened, it was over and done with within minutes. And now know how all of our partners feel. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to say that that was the one thing that lost me. I quite enjoyed the first three quarters of this. And then once the sort of the reveal had happened where you knew, saw that she was like lying in a bed in like a fucking coma, basically, like in the simulation, it kind of lost it for me. That should have been like where it all kicked off and became like exciting. And I felt like the film should have then moved into the real world because... I'm no interested in seeing her getting chased by all these folks. I know it's a, a simulation, if you know what I mean. It doesn't. It, it stopped being as interesting to me after that. Um, yeah, but I, I quite enjoyed it up until that part. Up until they told us what was going on, it was quite interesting. I had like an M Night Shyamalan type of feel to it as well, like oh, just anything I, for it, the twist. Oh, that twist, that big reveal was coming. You could see it, obviously, but when obviously we. Blonde's Pew's character, just like obviously, you knew there was going to be a big reveal, but I think it was like the when it came, I think I felt like doing by what it was as well, just like is that it type thing. And I, I did feel a bit underwhelmed, I was expecting more of a twist than what there actually was. I see for me, it's like when I was watching this, I thought I actually did quite enjoy this, and it was only when I was actually writing a few notes doing that, and it was getting to me how actually much Harry Styles annoyed me throughout the film. Like, I actually felt sorry for Florence <laughs> Pugh having to, like, be in yeah. scenes with him because he was just, he was that. just really wooden. Like, I know, obviously, like, the lines the lines he was given, it was as if he was just, like, reading them what I would read it if I was in a film. He was given no expressions, no feel, but, thoughts or feelings at all. Like, he was just absolutely embarrassing. What's the expectancy there, though? You know, like, it's, it's his second it film be after Dunkirk. Right? It but, should be in it. We can sit and see how shite he was, but like, what is the actual expectancy for Harry Styles to deliver in this film? But Even after you've watched it, it's probably that. exactly what it is you expected it to be. So you can't really be, be let down by that. Like if I you're going into the film expecting Harry Styles, British, because his accent was that bad, so they just slipped that into the like the story to make it more believable. Because they said a couple of things, you Brits or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he just because he, his accent just didn't make sense. He says at one point, "Please don't get hysterical." No hysterical. Aye. Hysterical. <laughs> like, actually, this is the closest I've ever been to actually turning a film off and no finishing it. I, I, that's wow. how I felt. I, I, I genuinely, like, I'm shocked by that. Obviously, yeah, Harry Styles isn't great in it, but it does like it. It doesn't help him how good she is. As much as the film yeah. shit, yeah. she's incredible. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's clearly been putting this because of the part she played in Midsummer, because she's copy and pasted the way she is in this film. And she is brilliant. Because mm-hmm. the bits I've read about it as well is that it was supposed to be Olivia Wilde that played her. Yeah. So right. maybe they would have had a bit of a fucking connection them and Harry Styles, but I feel like they they used I don't even know who was the main character in this, because as much as she was the better actor and she did more of the roles. I felt like they just shoehorned in these random sex scenes as well. They had no place whatsoever until you found out later on that Harry Styles is a complete loser. And that was weird when they were getting like caught in the whoever the I don't care what you would call the guy, but the get, head guy and his best in the room. He's like, just watching them. It was just, an, it was just an excuse to have they to like have, make, like pretending to have sex on camera because they did it like three or four times. Again, yeah. it's just it's it's nonsense. 
Whatever like, Florence Pugh was on the screen, it was like without Harry Styles, it was really good. Like I really enjoyed it. And then... see what I, I what I thought was going to happen was see every time like she kind of got closer to kind of finding out that something was going on, Harry Styles would have sex with her. And I thought maybe he had, he was like an operative for that guy. And, and I thought maybe that's what they were aiming at. And he was just kind of trying to stop her finding out the truth. But no, he was just a moron basically. Aye, I mean I definitely expected. So I expected Chris Pine to be more involved because. There was those wee hints that know how she went and sort of bloody diving out over dinner and started fucking losing I'm the plot. And then he, he mentioned something about him and her in the bedroom, being in the bedroom together. Yeah. Like, but they never went anywhere else. That, that was the only time like, they referred to aye. that scene. It was almost like they, they must have cut something for the film. It felt, and it felt like meant, that. And it would have meant more, but they just, like, it's just it's so much a clusterfuck that it just didn't bother. Chris Pine does look like uh, he would be a cult leader, though, by the way. Like, he really does have, like, cult leader looks about him. He looked like Bruce Jenner to me. He's got a weird face. Like, I don't know if he's had a load of work done, but uh, uh, he's starting to get a very, very strange, tight-skinned look in his old age, Chris Pine. Like, very tight-skinned. <laughs> I was just talking no, about tight-skinned ones. The... Um, Whenever like Florence Pugh was going through like her, her meant our breakdown, can I breakdown? And she was obviously hilarious. She wasn't sure what was going on, going on in her mind and whatever. Like she was actually really believable in those scenes. Like you, you were, in, I was engrossed in that. But then she would go and talk to Harry Styles about it, and he would just be standing there like gormless. And I'd be like, go and actually do something, or say something, or look at, give some kind of reaction. Um, I'm actually getting like. I'd actually had this, like, before I'd written down some comments, I had, like, a reasonably good score. And then, obviously, after writing down the comments, I was like, how the fuck could I score this this high? But I think as well, I'm similar to you, Daniel, in terms of how when it got towards the end, when the see it was like a simulation and that, it was to me as if, I don't know whether they rushed it or whether it was more like, it sounds really weird saying this, but if, they, if they'd actually written some of the film and they thought, oh, how, what are we going to do at the end? And then they've just came up with this ending, oh, it's a simulation, and then we'll cut it really short. It was just, it, there was just so much more potential, I think, in the film as well that they Aye. missed out on. I, I think it might have been quite a good limited series, like a six-episode series or something like that, where maybe at the end of the episode you would have got a wee cliffhanger closer towards finding out what was going on, um, and then you would have maybe got some time, because... The bit that annoyed me, I wish they'd ever bothered at all, right? But you got a handful of little flashbacks to like mm -hmm. she was a doctor and he just mm -hmm. seemed like a he was like a loser. It didn't make sense that they were ever together in the first place. It was ugly before, which doesn't make sense. Like, do you mean like it doesn't make sense why she was ever with him? I think it would have been better if you got to see flashbacks of them having this really nice, maybe wonderful yeah. life together. And mm -hmm. then maybe he's cheated or something horrible's happened and they broke up and that's why he's went and done it. But like all you got was he seemed like he lost his job maybe and he was a bit annoying. And then yeah, she, I that picked was up it. that bit who he had lost the, he had lost his job and then that was why she was taking on all these other shifts, etc. I, I mean, picked but up that she was, she was a doctor as well. It's like I don't know. Like, alluded to the fact that they were struggling for money, but uh -huh. she, she was She's a doctor. A, and it wasn't the house or flat they were staying in was like, it was obviously like a, it wasn't as if you could see they had money problems in terms of say I had a gambling addiction or they'd had loads of debt or whatever. It was as if it was like a, 
it wasn't like a it was just a not it was a normal flat but they didn't sort of touch on anything like that and he's just sitting there on this computer right. but and she said he's just the best basically that's the vibe i was getting and he just wants oh we'll do a simulation and he was his excuses because she was tired all the time but yet it was really just because he was selfish that was the real reason that he did the simulation what his whole when she came in for work aye Basically, I. The big, the biggest red flag though is, she's been out slaving away at work all day. Walks into him who's done fuck all all day, and then he asks her what's for dinner. That, see that by the way, that's not even slightly realistic. Like, it was too brazenly out there for it to feel like a real interaction that would ever happen. Do you mean like, even if you were a complete dick like that, and somebody came in for their sixteen-hour slog within? 10 seconds you're only saying what's for dinner like that just didn't feel like anything that would ever have happened i felt and like also has he lost any capability to go make his sales hunt at least, at least anyways like well i didn't know i think you got home so i made my sales hunt and then if she did she say that he was did she say something like oh she wasn't wanting dinner so the next thing he tries to do is take her to bed that's what happened wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, 20 seconds of that. But you wouldn't have been surprised to look over his computer and think I'm sitting watching Andrew fucking date or something, the way that he oh, was exactly. acting in that room. But that was kind of what the, 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 like the stuff that he was watching, you could hear him listening to it and it was kind of along that sort of vein, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right. So that, that's what I felt this film was aiming at overall. I thought that was the overarching message is like the, the, the patriarchy and the, the damages of sort of toxic masculinity and feeling like Men, I think it's a lot about men feeling like that they are entitled to the affection of women, and men feeling like they're entitled to have whatever they want, essentially. And that's what these men get in the simulation, right? They just get the the ideal world. They come home from work, they get a perfect wife that does everything. Oh, you've got that Stepford wife, the housewife that comes yeah. in and is waiting on your bed and called, bring your fucking piece out as you're sitting in the car. I want to know. What is he doing in that seven, eight hours that he's away that he's actually making money to keep her in this simulation? Like, what job is he doing? Is did, he even, did he even go into that? I don't think that's he, he, no. just says, he just says, oh, I'll work, I'll work this time yeah. to get the money for us to do this. Uh, but I thought there was going to be, like, a big reveal of what they were actually doing. And again, it just came to nothing. Came to nothing. I'm assuming it's just a scam for the real-life Chris Pine. Uh, who decides to get See, see Hunter, you said about the Stepford Wives. Is that not a similar sort of film as well, like in terms of yeah. it's like it's no real or something as yeah. well? Because I was going to say about that as well, like the, there was loads of films that they mentioned that they'd kind of done some, and that was mentioned as well, Stepford Wives. But they also, I think, I don't know if they do, they do it a lot in the movie, but they, they mention the word victory a lot, and it's like victory wine or something like that. Is that like stuff like that? That's what you're 19. It's called victory. The town was called Victory, was it? And, and all, the, all, yeah, the, yeah. all the like food, cheese, bread, yeah, that's that, all called Victory. That's out in 1984 as well, the, which again is like a kind of, it's like it was written in 1949 and it was about what life is going to be like in 1984 and yeah. it's like Victory cigarettes and all that. Mm -hmm. So it's just blatantly fucking lifted for other stuff. Aye, I mean, I think a lot of stuff's like that. You could class it as an homage or like a little nod to the inspiration or whatever, but I mean... I know it's hard to be original I'm, in this day and age, but aye. As I don't know, man. Like I do feel like Florence Pugh is very good, but she doesn't seem to choose her films very well, does she? Like I feel like there's a, a she's never won an Oscar yet, has she or anything like that? But there's definitely a a best actress Oscar mm -hmm. in there and her somewhere. She just needs to start picking some better fucking films, like because <laughs> stuff like this is going to be nowhere near Oscars. <laughs> 
Well, she was in Ottenheimer, wasn't she? Aye. Oh, she had that as well. Yeah. Right, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I do agree that Harry Styles was a bit of a wasted cast in this. Like, but at the same time, do you think half the amount of people that went to see it would have gone if it was? Oh, I probably made a fucking killing. Like, I've no doubt about that. Because they definitely kept it very quiet. It was never made clear in any of the advertising that this was a fucked up sci-fi movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, at no point is that made clear. And I thought it was just going to be Harry Styles being in love with Florence Pugh and some sort of marriage drama would come about instead of fucking it's, uh, being plugged it's, in but, simulation. Tw- a £20 million, pound, uh, $20 million budget and it's made £87 million worldwide since it's been out. Which is not That's an amazing return. Right? I think that's pretty good going, like twenty like million. You making back what four hundred percent of your fucking yeah, input? Scamming loads of young impressionable people like Hunter to go to the cinema and see it, thinking they're <laughs> yeah. getting. Yeah, get I got something. It's cinema world that I've scammed me, not hacking Harvey Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm quite blown away that the people have enjoyed this because I was telling Sean last night we were, we were being gaming on the computer. That um, I've probably sat to watch, try and watch this about three times, and I watched about the first hour of it, and I turned it off, and I was like, I just, I, I need a break, and then we obviously delayed the episode that was coming, so I was like, that's fine, I'll watch it later, and then I, I was like, right, I'll rewatch it all, and I'll put do that first hour again just <laughs> because I feel like I need to carry the storyline and remember it, and uh, I put it on last night for a bit, and then I went to my bed, and I had to put it back on again today to finish it. <laughs> So it's like, had, honestly, it took me so long to watch this. I had to stop pausing it to take notes as well because I was like, I, it's making me have to endure more time. Right, so I'm just going to stop right, and just, just sit and watch the end, till the end and then that was the end of it, you know what I mean? It was just... Oh. Luckily for you, then nothing happened at the end. But I know, I know. I do, I do, the, bit, the bit I've actually like covered my mouth laughing when, I, when the bit which is... Doing the wee, the loop all the way up that hill, and she looks over, and these guys are scrambling up in their wee red suits. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I know. I mean, this is what bothers me about all of these types of films, where, or even books or stories or whatever, where it's living inside a simulation. Right? The Matrix is similar for this. That like swarms of human human like things will come and chase you. Right? It's like people that are coming to chase you. If it's a full on simulation, just have the fucking ground disappear. Like. <laughs> It's just, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've never there should be, no, there should be no human input, really. No, there should be no escape. There's no way she can escape by running to a place. There, there shouldn't be a car. There shouldn't be a car chase in a simulation either. Like, there's, there's no. like a car chase in the desert. How does a free case of beer sound from the Citizen Kane of craft beer subscriptions? There's nothing better than enjoying a great movie with a great beer and our pals at Beer52 are offering you a free case of beer to do just that. Simply go to www.beer52.com forward slash morons. That's beer52.com forward slash M-O-R-O-N-S. And all you have to do is cover the meagre postage of £5.95 to claim your free case of eight unique craft beers. Beer 52 is the biggest beer club in the world. Each month their beer experts carefully curate a a case of incredible beers from a different part of the world for their members to enjoy. This week I had the pleasure of enjoying the beers that came from Chile. 
a section of beers that I would never have picked if I'd seen them in any supermarket. So I was very pleased to try these and I was very impressed with the choices that I did get. And I'll certainly be purchasing more of these beers. If you would like to try out the beers, like I say, join the link on beer52.com forward slash morons and enjoy. As morons, bid you farewell. Oh, from simulated little beings. Why would they be in car? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, no. that bit um, really did piss me off because, but the reason it didn't piss me off too much is because it's in every single movie where there's any sort of simulation idea is that it seems like a good thing to write a film about and then you kind of paint yourself in a corner and you can't really have any drama, can you? Because you're inside a fucking computer. What I don't get is, and I don't know if any of you have picked this up, but earlier on in the film, we saw the plane crash. She saw mm-hmm. a plane crash. What the fuck was that about for one, right? Let's come back to that, right. number one. Never mentioned. Uh, never mentioned again. But two, she went up and she touched the thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you get, that's how you get out, isn't it? That's how you escape. You touch the thing, right? The headquarter thing. Yeah, idea. Yeah. So, because that's what she was trying to do at the end. She was running away yeah. to go and touch the thing. Yeah, she there, right. So how come the first time she did it, what happened then? Did she no escape she then? Blacked, she blacked out and then it was like there was like blood on the screen or something. Yeah, they like mentioned that. that. Aye. So they mentioned that she had been pulled out at that point and had to pull her back in. So she right. had went back to real life at that point. We just never seen it, but oh, right. they had no so, they had noticed that she was going there, so they were able to put her back in because her boyfriend was at work that day. Well, Harry Styles was at work that day. So he Harry Styles at work. You listen to yourself. I know. It's part of the film. It's just to explain it. I'm agreeing with you. I was in keeping with the rest of it, which was absolute shit. But what I don't get about that bit is, right, because it looks like they're just in a dingy wee flat. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like he's got armed guards there, keeping her there. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, if she woke up and he's at work, what the fuck? Surely she just gets, like, she's just going to get up and leave. Like, they didn't get good anything about that. Like, it would have been cool if they would cut to a scene where maybe Harry Styles is sleeping next to her and she wakes up and then some sort of struggle or something like that. But you never, ever got anything as to how they got her back into the simulation. Unless they've got people on the outside that guard the fucking bodies of these folk in which case Harry Styles must be a millionaire it's starting to annoy me this film now the way I talk but about then it. is it no implied that she's like either been missing or missed along so has she maybe had like a life insurance or like she's had some sort of insurance payout this is what I'm presuming that's what's basically keeping him sitting there running this simulation maybe but he he mentions that he goes and works and makes the money yeah. so he makes yeah. a point of saying that he's earning which you would assume He's earning through Chris Pine's enterprise somewhere. Is he recruiting more people? Is this part of the how they get more people in? Is he follows on that fucking pyramid scheme Andrew Tate does when he gets uh, a part of the university? We do not also need to pay Chris Pine to stay part of this life, but also he's got bills, he's got electricity, he's got a mortgage, whatever else to still pay <laughs> on the outside of Tate. So he must have had some form of windfall, surely. Aye, because when when he goes back in and uh, forms realizes he's obviously clicks all together, then Harry Styles like blames it on her that like I'm doing this be- for you, so I'm I'm having to go and make this money because you you were unhappy and puts all the blame on her, um, which is obviously like you said before it just obviously it's, it comes across as like guys are assholes all at the film, which is Aye. fine. Yeah, absolutely, and the fuck out of her there. Yeah, guys are assholes, exactly. but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's, 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 accurate. Accurate. Uh, it's, it's accurate. It's by a woman, which it just makes even less sense. Uh, uh, it is 
a few another little thing that's bothering me now actually. So you know how she had her pal, <laughs> she had her pal right that had the two kids, uh-huh. right? And she seemed fucking miserable and grumpy the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she revealed, "Oh, I'm here because I love my kids. It's the only place I can be with my kids." But like, be- she fucking ignored them the full film. Like, she she said hate hate them. Them. oh yeah, true. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, there was there wasn't any consistency with it with that character in any way because right. purely if you what... on you go. Right, the kids. This is what I want to know: Are they just computer code, or are they have they just killed yeah. two random kids in the, the real world? Real. <laughs> real, right. I think she she never knows the Doesn't care. Because uh, when you go, sorry. I was going to say, so it doesn't really tell you like did she like lose them as an is she a junkie on the outside? That's had them take off her, or or they passed away. It doesn't it? Just kind of. But again, that's a bit of a like that little part with her storyline. Why she's then chose to be there. That could be an interesting segue to go and tell you a little bit more about her. Mm-hmm. I mean that that could have come in forty minutes earlier when you didn't need three or four attempts of Florence Pugh finding out and little bits coming. Have once she's like shit. This isn't right. The fucking. A wall pushes her against the glass. Is that no sign she should be questioning and asking? What was the whole... Because even that happened, I thought, oh my God, this is turning into like a horror film. I'm quite okay. excited now. And then nothing happened again. Some lassie slashed her throat and then next day she was fine. I, I'm glad you mentioned that because we've not really mentioned that element of it. Like, I thought that with that girl, obviously she was showing that she kind of had like, like issues. And I thought it was going to be that basically everyone was damaged and that was why they were in that simulation or like uh, they were in some sort of rehabilitation thing or something like that. That's what I thought it was going to be initially because then Florence Pugh started to kind of show similar traits to that and yeah. whilst she was kind of trying to uncover it as well. And I thought, again, like you just said, Kyle, it would have been more interesting if maybe that had been the twist, although it wouldn't be much of a twist. But it was better than what they fucking came up with. <laughs> It just teased this like <clears throat> proper psychological aspect because the music and all that as well in the background got a bit creepy. They had that bit with the, the, the wall and the glass and the slash in their throat and you relate this to her in Midsummer as well and I'm thinking oh, I was going to go down that type of psychological thriller scary route and then she's back fucking you know, cracking eggs that didn't have nothing in them. And fucking... the, the eggs with nothing in them never got like... I don't know. No. I didn't seem to go anywhere. And you, did you notice in like it was one of the first or second scenes where they're just like having the party and everyone's drinking and all that. And one of the women's pregnant. Yeah. And the guy and she's drinking and the guy's like, oh, better be careful about the baby, huh? Like mm-hmm. as if like, oh, you don't have to. So they sort of dropped that huge hint in the early on. I thought that, that was just a bit. purely because it was meant to be set in the fifties when in the, in the days they wouldn't have bothered us about that kind of thing. That's what, that's so that was. Why? But it does, it does give away, like, and then it's like, oh, she's always like there's, there's other comments made about it further on in the film today that like, she's always pregnant. So again, that could be maybe in the real world that she lost that baby, and then that's her. Only the, the baby's still alive, and yeah, so, in that simulation. But there, there's that, also we, I believe it's that annoying you now thinking that the many times that she just woke up and it had clearly passed months or weeks or hours had passed. And nothing was really explained, and she didn't really question it. Like, she w- she wakes up, and then Harry Styles is running about doing all the cooking, and she's like, "How did you get here? When? How long have you been here for?" And it just gets brushed over. And she does. She just brushes over it again. Right. I don't know. Just didn't 
it, it, I'm still so confused by it, but I, I feel that like they could have had something interested in there, but they've spent so long in that first hour and 20 minutes or so not really explaining anything, and then they've tried to explain it all in a 10, 15-minute period. I'm glad as well that sometimes I, when we watch a film and I come on here and I'll be like, am I just being really thick? And then everybody else has picked up the film. Glad it's not like that for a change. And then all you are still as confused as what I was at some stages of watching this. I just remember as well, there's like a scene which is like, Jen's up, um, obviously she's in her own wee world for and she, she's like got cling fill all around her head in that. And then she I wakes, love that scene. Because <laughs> I like, watch this, what on earth are they going to do? And then obviously she wakes up and just, but then I'm sure she just takes it off herself and then she just goes a bit of business as normal. But why did that happen? I think it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's like glitches in the fact that they're basically in a coma. Mm-hmm. So I guess, they're all hallucinations. Aye. So there's, a, there's two points. So see when she's cleaning the window, she, she rubs yeah. her eye and then that's when she has a hallucination. She, she rubs her eye at an earlier part of the film. And there's another hallucination. So if, when she's in this, in the real world, her eyes have been propped open with this fucking whatever it is. Aye. So it's like a reference to that. There is all the wee mad wee montages with eyes and stuff like that as well, like kind of through it, like wee spinning things and stuff. It's kind of partake away from what we've done recently with <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Aye. That's what I was thinking. Aye. I, I wrote that in my notes as well. There is some of it that's it's like it's ripped for that as well. Like fast cuts and stuff Aye. like that when you're just connecting mm-hmm. between yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, Hunter, because I've noticed that as well and I wrote it down. But it does do quite a lot of that. I think I suppose that's quite a common thing in a lot of films, though, like that jarring cut where then loads of things will cut quite quickly. Loads of things mm-hmm. that do that to make you feel uneasy, I suppose. But um I don't know, like see when Barnsley mentioned the cling film bit, right? I thought that was brilliant. And see if the, there was a bit more about that vibe to this film. I would have much rather that there was real life and they were like under some sort of drug influence, like they were being drugged or something like that to live in this cult. And then you could have sort of understood her like getting wee glimpses of what's really going on as like she fights off the fucking whatever's good zone or whatever. But again, because it then became, oh, she's just inside a simulation, then what difference does it make? So what I don't get is why would you design a thing where so you're just unconscious and you're you're imagining what's going on. Where the, if you die in your imagination that you you die in real life, why why would you create such a thing like that? Do you know I mean like why 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 if you die in a simulation would you then die? So like I don't get it. I really don't understand. Like Harry Styles' character, like do you know I mean like his character within yeah. the movie's character in the simulation dies, but. Why the fuck would that make a difference? I don't get it. Yeah, it was his choice. Is it only the men that die? Uh, why why is that as well? I saw it. It was, uh, it was definitely if the women die in simulation, they don't die. Yeah. But is that maybe nice. something like maybe the men are are they the only ones that are alive? I don't know what what it is. So I guess Florence Pugh actually did in real life. No, she's still alive. I think. Aye, because then what's the point of the escape? She escapes to. Aye, to, but, but to she doesn't know. She just knows that there's. That, I don't even know. Aye, because she's subconscious. That they like, maybe he's, he's maintaining her. He's like washing her face. Aye, and all. Yeah. He's maintaining her life at that point. Oh yeah, so there is. Yeah. So is he like giving her sponge baths and that? 
uh, soaking wee bits of water in her eyes, which is maybe why she's rubbing them in the simulation. I don't know. She was fucking stinky. Imagine if you had somebody lying in a bed for days, man. <laughs> fucking the room would be stinking whenever he got back for whatever weird job he was doing. Right, Florence Pure by name. Florence Pure by name. <laughs> <laughs> Pure by name. Florence Pure by name. <laughs> oh. Anybody got any other thoughts on this then, or do you want to rip open some trivia and put an end to this misery? I, I do have one bit of trivia I could jump in on, and it's kind of talked, but I was kind of going to drop it back in. We're talking about the whole car chase thing, but you see when she's ever and she, uh, she's looking at like the, the model and she traces like a finger around it, that's her actual escape route come the end of the film. Oh. Foreshadowing, clever. Yes. As interesting as the film got. <laughs> simulation car chase. Uh, most of the time that I've looked here, obviously, is about the Shia LaBeouf thing. Um, Olivia Wilde made out that the there was a big conflict between Shia LaBeouf and Florence Pugh, which they both refu- uh, basically said that yeah. never happened. And then text message between them being pals was released to show that they weren't the problem together. Um, what was the issue then? Why did Shia LaBeouf not do it? It's, it's, no, it's, it's, the, the, the video that I watched today talked about he had he wanted too much influence on the script and the, the story Boy, that, 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 <laughs> that she wasn't wasn't willing to change for him and uh, he quit Fair enough, well done Shia We've talked about Shia LaBeouf a few times on this, even though he's a smelly bastard, at least he's got <laughs> principles. Eh? What's, what's wrong with his hygiene, like? He's a method actor, eh? So, like, we, we did Fury. Do you remember? You've seen Fury before, not with him and Brad Pitt? I don't well, think like, him and anything. Oh, right, well, he live, they live in a tank. They're, they're tank squads, in, eh? and they, like, spend weeks and weeks and weeks no oh. washing. So he didn't wash <laughs> on set. Eh? He cut his own face open, eh? and kept opening the cut every day, oh. so it was a fresh wound every day on set and all that. Like, he's a fucking bomb scary guy, like. I'm sure there was, like, a plagiarism thing with him, where he, uh, he, he cited some sort of poem and claimed he had written it himself, but it wasn't, it was absolute nonsense. <laughs> That's the thing I know about him. I think he had uh, a bit no quite right. Aye. Aye. Right. Another piece of So, Olivia Wilde said that Chris Pine's character, Frank, is based on psychologist and author, author Jordan Peterson. I can see that. This definitely that stinks of like it is a dig at those types of people, and I agree oh, with it because like see your your Jordan Petersons and your what's your guy that you were talking about? Earlier on? Oh man, these are the worst. But I was not mentioned that earlier on, and that yeah. really I, I I didn't put that in my notes, but it really rang true with me when Harry Styles was sort of listening to like what YouTube or whatever. Even like even maybe new like with fucking Russell Brown's new in that category. But, Jord- right? but Jordan Peterson's like a kind of he's like flamboyantly like gay as you know no i don't think so no he's like a he was a self-help guru essentially he's the cunt that was like clean your room if you clean your room everything will be sound like all this sort of weird shit (laughs) and then that was how it all started off that he was just like helping people essentially then suddenly he got this bit of fame and now he's like this fucking weird guy that wants to control every cunt's life he does a thing where he's i don't know if he's still doing it but he's on a diet where he just eats plain meat it was like plain steaks, no sauce, no salt, nothing. Yeah. And he, he's, he was talking about all the health benefits he's had from it and the weight loss and he's uh, cleared up all these diseases that he had. And he's like, it's the most soul-destroyingly suicidal thing to do is eat the same bit of meat every day of your life for every meal. 
but it's like, you know, he's doubled down on it, so he, he sticks through it. Um, another bit of trivia is uh, the song that they're humming throughout it was um, original, an original track made by Harry Styles. He did that within five minutes of being in the, there must be a casting room or something with Olivia Wilde. They came up with that song that he sings at the end of the year. Uh, <laughs> see that the thing is as well the rest of the music in it's actually quite good see all the old like 50s tunes and all that there's quite a lot of good old uh, music in it and then him with that mumbling wee fucking shitty tune throughout it that was kind of why i was again like thinking that these all these people had kind of mental problems because that is one thing that they that apparently happens then when you're like severely depressed like songs go around your head all the time and obviously ah, yeah. going about just humming that tune all the time i thought that was what they were aiming at and, and no, no the fact that it was just some shit fucking jingle that harry styles had written or like oh, better show <laughs> so enough that we've shoehorned him into the film a bit of fucking just one last bit, which we've not even talked about the way that when when they talked about the relationship that they had. Remember the fact they're sitting around the table. She has that meltdown at him, and she's talking about how did you use me, or was it at this station? Mm-hmm. Did you drop your yeah. ticket? Did oh, yeah. you pick it up? So it says here that when he's doing his application to join the Victory Project, one of the questions is, "Are you in a pre-existing relationship?" So you obviously get the option to put yes or no alluding to the fact that men can just capture a woman and make yeah, her yeah. have a uh-huh. relationship with them. And that's probably where, where they then get given the story and the background story of what they have to have. But again, right, in, the, in a world where let's, we, we're meant to believe that we're technologically advanced enough that you can live inside a simulation, right? But they don't have enough fucking memory space or something to come up with more than three origin stories for folk. Surely you would have unlimited origin stories, right? I know. Like with AI, you could randomly fucking generate one. Yeah, just randomly generate everybody. But was it? Is this like one out, one in with the origin stories? Because it was someone who was even in the room that had the same origin story, but they all knew it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That that doesn't make sense anyway. Like, why why would you program in things to your system to allow people to figure out what's going on if the whole point is nobody to figure it out? Right? Why would you leave little fucking clues? It's like in James Bond when a villain, like, oh, in seven hours, these drops of acid are going like, <laughs> to slowly give you the most horrible death ever. Ran just putting a bullet in his fucking heating end in it there. <laughs> okay, well, the only thing that I picked, just when you go back to what you said, Daniel, about leaving wee hints and that, is Chris Pine's character, he, sort of, he mentions that when Florence Pugh sort of starts asking him questions, he makes a comment and says, oh, I've been waiting for somebody to actually try and investigate it so i don't know if it's as if it's met it would be weird why they would do it that way but it's as if he's actually left it that way so that some somebody can actually solve the solve the yeah. problem but obviously nah, then that, that doesn't like, make sense either she rambles a bit and then they just skip it again for a bit so i don't know <laughs> well just the last part here has got in the plot hole section it says frank slash whoever runs the simulation would have it programmed that it would stop people escaping so easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- why would you put a big, huge thing in the middle of it that you can run to and escape? Like, oh, And also, of... why would you tell everyone that they're not allowed to go to that one specific place or they'll die? And you've even, uh, in that model, it's like, it's the focal point of the full tune is like the one bit that they're not allowed to go to or even look at. Especially as well, the other the woman I can't remember you were talking about earlier, the, the woman who's obviously knows that it's all 
a simulation, but she wants to stay there for her kids. The fact that she knows it's all a simulation, she knows how to get out. Sure, that's a massive risk as well. Because no, but just... I, I think, sorry, so most of the, I think 99% of the couples are the men that have brought women into the simulation. But I think for her, she's the one that wanted to be in it. So she's no time. Oh, right, okay, right. She wants to be in it. She's like, uh, as they want to. But she's also telling Alice to go. Telling her how to escape, aye. So, like, if you want to be here and this is your whole thing, why are you telling one person to leave knowing it could jeopardise the whole thing and get shut down? Aye. Mm -hmm. uh, Let's say... I was with you earlier on, but I've talked myself down (laughs) by about a whole point. My score's (laughs) missing. (laughs) You were given it a whole point? (laughs) Well... Yeah, let's do that time. Let's get to the scoring uh, of Don't Worry, Darling. Hunter, you picked it after your second viewing of watching this movie. What is your score going to be? There are a few things in life that you must check. You must check your wages are in the bank at the end of the month. You must check one of your friends hasn't made an illegal transfer in your fantasy league. And you must also check... Cojonas Scotland have the website for you to learn how to do just that. Head over to cojonasscotland.org for your self-help guide on how to check your bollocks. 2.25 Take a deep breath. A 2.25 from Hunter. Burnsy. So Hunter's score was what I was going to give it before I started writing my review down, so it's came down by a point to 1.25 Sean? Uh, 3.25 A 3.25, would you rather are you happy you got this one instead of the Godfather 2? Uh, aye <laughs> uh, Dubs? Zero <laughs> Piece of shit, one of the worst things I've ever watched <laughs> Amazing. I love when you get contrast like that when there's a zero in there when it's no multiple zeros. <laughs> Daniel? Uh, a 1.25 with Burnsley for me. What was it before you started talking about it? A two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll finish off with a 0.5. There was a, there was a, there was a very small part within it that I thought could have been interesting that intrigued me. Aye, there was definitely and, the, the and it, there. It's worth having a point for some of the really attractive people in it, and Lons, also the women. Lawrence Pew wearing like a see-through thing when she's cleaned the windies. That was about the only bit you liked. Kick about a white shot. That <laughs> That's why I watched it multiple times. <laughs> at the same bat. That's because I, I, I couldn't get on my Instagram to look at somebody's followers page, so the film had to do. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Like, that's, a one point, that's a 1.42. A 1.42. Let's go to page three on the. Oh, no. But, we're, but we're on. Right next to Back to the Future and uh... <laughs> The Shape of Water. <laughs> the Shape of Water. <laughs> I listened to an episode today, actually. I was just like doing stuff, so I just had like old episodes on. And it was like, this slides in next to The Shape of Water. I'm sure you said that was a last day. Well, this movie doesn't slide in between them. This does slide in between Insidious and a movie that was very polarizing The Lighthouse. 
Oh, I love the lighthouse, man. Oh, that, that was, was like killing I wish Dubs had been here for the lighthouse, man, because we, I don't know. We probably would have ended up with two fours and four zeros, I would have imagined, <laughs> but <laughs> instead of two fours and three zeros, but maybe you'd have loved it. I don't know. It's a weird film, Mike. You might like it. I don't know. I've been on the hunt. I thought, obviously, I put in my recommendations earlier. Maybe they responded, but I don't know. I might look that one out. I responded and told you our group chat of movies. Stop, stop recommending good films. We need to focus on Don't Worry, we'll just Darling. Don't Worry, Darling. After Python and the Holy Fail. <laughs> Why was that not the name of the fucking episode? I, and I'm still <laughs> raging about that we never, what was it, Norman Bates' House Improvements. Uh, uh, that, that should have been the name, man. That was fucking class. House Listen, you had, the, you had the name for this week's episode sorted before we even started. I'll, I'll listen back. Give, send it to me and I'll listen back to it. Uh, well, there you go. Um, not quite in the bottom 200 of the movies that we've done, but 195th is where Don't Worry Darling drops in for us. You say there's 200 movies worse than this. Is that what <laughs> That's what you made it sound like, but not. Oh, I don't know. We've all watched like 200 a row, do we know? <laughs> Um, it'll definitely be in the bottom 200 when we get to there guys but anyway we'll bring an end to this this movie Um, Hunter please review your choices for your next scene and unseen (laughs) but we do appreciate the content we do appreciate Um, next week we are on to the raid for next week's episode so a subtitled movie which doesn't always go down too well with the morons but we will see how that one fares but that does bring us to the end of the episode and as morons do bid you farewell i feel like you've got more to worry about for next week than hunter had for this week by the way sorry you don't speak moron as well as you but let me try what the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? You moron! Drop dead. Moron. Up here, you morons! Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! Hey, moron! Bid you farewell and good luck, morons. Bye.